and welcome back to Murder Blows. It's your girl Sasha. Uh, Maisie and Violet surprised us this week by teaming up for not one but a two-part episode. I sound excited but I'm really depressed on the inside because I've already heard half the story and trigger warning. Trigger warning everywhere. Just don't listen at your own uh, discretion and I'm sorry. We're going to hear about uh, Rock Terrio and basically his cult. So buckle up and I'll just let the ladies introduce themselves. You've got Cody, Maisie, and Violet. And I guess I'll play the intro music here. It's good. I have my water and my backup water and my beer and my backup beer. You are super hydrated and dehydrating yourself at the same time. Plus and minus, it's a balance. Yes. Double the episode, double the fun. Oh, bless. <laughs> okay, I'm back. Ready for some ASMR? Ooh, girl. Ah! Guys, this is the first drink I've had in a week. Wow. Damn. True fact, that bottle of uh, ginger moonshine really fucked me up for a while. <laughs> Did its job. It, oh, yeah. Cl really cleansed my, my alcoholic palate. <laughs> are we recording? Of course we are. Of course. Oh, nice. I've already checked our levels. Y'all, the last episode was so balanced. <laughs> yeah, you tweeted yeah. that, and I was like, good. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, please listen to this for nothing else than these great audio levels. <laughs> you can hear me. You do not have to go up and down on the volume. I am not echoing. Something's in my throat, though. What is that? <laughs> A salad bubble? Oh, my God. Kale bubble? Yeah. <sighs> So not sponsored, but I ordered <laughs> ordered Hungry Root, which is a vegan mail or meal delivery service, which sounds tight. Anyway, it's been like four weeks. I finally got the food. The food's not great. I'm very disappointed. <laughs> so I just ate uh, a kale, a warm kale salad with a soy burger. Yum. <laughs> You're not selling this. I, mean, I, nope, had, I... I had Food City sushi, so. <laughs> I love grocery store sushi. Ooh, I uh, I did until about halfway through, and then I was like, mm, I feel kind of sick. Oh, no. But I well, finished it. The good slash bad thing is food poisoning doesn't happen that fast, so it's something else. I also uh, have worked so much, so it's weird. Last week I had one day off and worked 40 hours. This week I have three days off and have worked 40 hours. Oof. Yeah, I, they were literally like, you're going to go into overtime, you have to take Wednesday off. And I was like, peace, bitches! Yeah, right? Nice. Like today, Thursday, and Friday, so. Whoa. That is magic. <laughs> there Get was your cosplay a, done. There was a This American Life episode on the training that you went through, Violet. Oh, really? 
Yeah. Whoa. Came out on Sunday. So. Was it good? Did they it say was, good things? It was really good. Okay. They, I was going to say, because I, I enjoyed myself. They got to sit in on the training, and then they interviewed the CEO that just quit. Yeah. Did you so. hear why they think he just quit? Um, They kind of said just because they thought that he was trying to promote Starbucks by doing this, that it was marketing, but he wouldn't admit it, and that was really all they went into. Mm-hmm. So there's been a lot of speculation that he's going to run for office. Oh, yeah, they did mention that. I oh, okay. That. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I'm like, half of me is like, cool. Like, I feel like that's not, I mean, I don't really know, of what I know of his political beliefs, cool. But, <laughs> but that being said, one of my other managers pointed out, they were like, Violet, we can't do, we can't make our cups red without getting bullshit what do you think it's gonna be when our ex-ceo runs for fucking office unless he runs for like maybe independent or something like that yeah even still though like even uh, still i might hear about it i'm pretty sure i've given away where i work now though (laughs) yeah right that's okay (laughs) looks like i'm gonna have to start doing podcasting full-time right guys huh am i right please pay us to podcast full-time um, Maisie and I have a surprise. Yeah. Can, can we spoil it here? Yeah. Maisie, can we spoil it? Yeah. I don't. I, I, are they ready? I'm ready. Oh, I'm I ready. love surprises. Uh, we decided to instead of we did a joint case and we're gonna do a two part episode. Oh my god! That's exciting. <laughs> Background: We're recording two episodes in one night. Uh, just due to everyone's effing crazy schedule. Yeah, and I was like, Maisie, what color should I dye my hair? And she's like, I don't know, what should I do my fucking case on? And I was like, I don't know, what should I do my (laughs) case on? I've worked 40 hours in the past, you know, three days. So, let's do it right now. And so, we literally put this case together, spoiler alert, in four hours. Yeah, MVPs. put it together. (laughs) No, 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 because you found it. I was like, let's just do Manson Family. That's fucked, right? And Macy was like, I got one better. Ooh. This is fun. I like this. This this case makes the Manson Family look like pretty dope babysitters. Oh, this is exciting. I'm so, I'm so scared. <laughs> pretty Whoever does dope the intro this week, please strap on your fucking trigger warnings, because... There's no way, like, there was so much information about this case, unfortunately, that it's going to get real, 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 real gritty. This whole case is a trigger warning. The entire, like, start to finish, except when I talk about how great communes were in the 60s. So it's (laughs) cultic? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I went full cult this week. Spoiler alert. I mean, that'll be in the intro, so... And so, on, something I want to preface is that normally Violet's interest is like a cult, not occult, but cult stuff, and then my interest is psychological stuff. This two-part series, that's not really the case. It's more of a cohesive story. Yeah. So we're just splitting it up. It's also got a little bit of travel in it, because it takes place in a technically foreign country. <laughs> Sorry, Sasha. Technically foreign? No. can Oh, yeah. I would consider Canada technically foreign. Well, they say it's attached. 
Yeah, but it's not America. Consider we're feuding with them right now. They're probably a foreign country. P.S. Canada, I'm sorry for our president. Y'all are awesome. I'm trying to convince my husband to go again. Yeah. But apparently the 60s were not a fun time. (laughs) You know, the 60s weren't a fun time for anyone. I was going to say, maybe white men. Not even, though. No? They had a lot of sickness. They, like, literally worked (laughs) themselves to death in America. It's pretty sad. (laughs) Oh, so much has changed. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm working away my sanity. I'm not a white man, either. Prove it. (laughs) (laughs) Subscribe to our Patreon. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I suggest we save all happy stuff to the end. (laughs) The end end? Because we're going to need, like, a part one... No, no, no. The end of this episode. Okay. So, have two of two happy stuff. Okay. I got some happy stuff. Um, Cody, you teased us as soon as we stopped recording last week with the correction corner on the oh. elephants. Yeah, well, oh. we can save that to the end, because it's funny. Okay. All right. So, wait. Are we not, like... Shooting the shit prior? Is this... I mean, we can shoot the shit. You when, want... you... when, when do you guys want to shoot shit? We're good at shooting shit. The shit is shooting now. We should probably shoot shit. Shit been shot. <laughs> <laughs> How is everyone's week? Um, I'm sick of going to the doctor for things. Not the doctor. Oh, no. Just like last week was vision appointment and then ordering glasses and then uh, I went and got cavities filled yesterday and then I'm going back to the foot doctor to get my wart looked at that I think is gone and it's just that's a lot of medical professionals yeah. mm-hmm. well, that's what happens when you don't have health insurance for five years and then you suddenly get it oh it's time to use it <laughs> time to use it my husband gets on to me because I'm like, I've scheduled you an eye appointment and a dentist appointment. And he's like, why? And I'm like, and a physical. Yes. <laughs> That's how John is. It's not fair. I don't want to go. Oh, it's I, very I important and you're paying for it. God. Yes. And like the teeth thing, like, it's very important. And it's a luxury. Like, my mom used to always say that. She was like, you know, you're lucky that you get to go to the dentist. And I didn't realize that was true until I didn't have health insurance or dental insurance. It's like, you know, it is a privilege to go to the dentist because it's freaking expensive. Yep. So, that's what I've been doing. If you need proof on going to the dentist being a privilege, I once watched a friend be like, oh, ma'am, this tooth is killing me, and literally rip it out on my couch. Right? Yeah, and he was like, oh, shit, that feels better, and I was like, Oh my god. <laughs> I mean with insurance it was it was two hundred and forty six dollars to get two cavities filled and then it was I had a hundred and eight due. So I paid like three hundred and three hundred and fifty dollars yesterday. That's more than it cost me to get my brakes done this week. Exactly. My brakes cost me three hundred dollars. And I mean Oof. <sighs> That's yeah. my next thing, too. Like, car. Fuck. <laughs> Man, so mad you went to the upside down there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about back. money sends me upside down, too. 
Yeah, okay. Well, somebody else go. Somebody else tell me about your <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to Finances Blows. <laughs> True story. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have a good week, so I don't want to talk about it. Oh, no. Yeah, it's been a stream. Next week will be better. Next week will be better. Just have to get through. And these three days will be great. These past two weeks have just been a doozy. So. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Not much just happened over here. That's yeah. good. It rained. It was like 55 in June. It was really weird. That's so nice. Yeah, I really liked it. P then the sun came out. People were like, thank God the sun's back. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I like the rain. You don't get the rain a lot, do you? Oh my god, no, we're swimming in rain a lot of the time. Oh, JK. I <laughs> know nothing about the Northwest. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I, I booked a flight to San Francisco, so we'll be on the same coast for a minute. What? When? July 11th through the 13th. <gasps> no, through the 14th. Yep. That's... Which, of course, is a Wednesday. <laughs> Well, that's like the week. Oh, <laughs> we'll figure it out next month. We always do. <laughs> July's gonna be fun. I just oh. want to like pat us on the back. We've gone. This will now be episodes eighteen and nineteen. Nineteen episodes without having to leave a man behind. Yeah, we're going to on have time. to record the whole entire month of July in like one day. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Murder blows day. <laughs> But the last episode, it just needs to be mine. I'm going to be like, one time I stubbed my toe and I thought I was going to murder myself. Uh, <laughs> That's it. Okay, bye. <laughs> I'm tired. This is great. This is your special. Can can the last episode be four minutes and 20 seconds long? <laughs> <laughs> Troll. I hate myself. <laughs> I really wish April 1st was on a win or a oh it's on a Monday that we release on a Monday oh we're in the release a joke episode hopefully everyone forgets by then yeah next year you know yeah. next year 11 months from now <laughs> oh my God. if this podcast is still going in that long I'm, I'm gonna be so proud of us I'm gonna be so happy especially when I live in my mansion from doing podcasts for a living there yes. you go live those dreams <laughs> can we each have individual rooms in your mansion please Mm -hmm. yes. with all of our microphones and real boxes oh, real man. would be so productive like we would have spreadsheets and like schedules and oh, we yeah. would oh, it would be great you know like oh I would just have dream scenario dream, dream podcast house it's like so we each have our own rooms but they're all away very far away from the office and the office is just like literal like four boxes like those like you know the boxes that people go in to record like uh voiceovers and shit for video games yes. and cartoons four of those see-through glass so we can all laugh at each other's dumb faces and still hear each other <laughs> but we're still using google hangouts no i'm just kidding no <laughs> no shout Too out much. to google <laughs> Thank you, Google Hangouts. Love you know, one of my, yeah, not sponsored, Google. I'm looking at uh, you. You fucked up on, my Google. phone today. Oh, no, Google. What the fuck, Google? It was just like, do you want to turn on your wireless assistant? And I was like, no, I fucking don't. I don't know what that is. But it, would, it wouldn't it would stop asking me, and it would stop my music. It was like, please, turn it on, turn it on. So I turned it on to shut it up, and then it was like, guess what? You can't use the microphone. <laughs> so you can't make phone calls. You can't record so videos. Weird. The sound is done, so I had to reset my damn phone while trying to fucking play in this case. Thank you, Google. 
You want to sponsor this? You owe us one. You really do. This is the I'm fourth time I've had this. I've, maybe, maybe it's me being te technologically. What's the word? Ignorant. Because I ran off like a razor phone until a year ago. Not even. It wasn't it even, not even. Phone. It was hey, like a pager. Who do you have, Violet, for cell phone? T-Mobile. Oh. Because I have my... like two iPhones through US Cellular that are just in my house that I'm not using. I just, I, I'm trying to send one text and I don't know how to turn off the little clickies on it. So I had to mute my microphone. But then I got <laughs> distracted and then it asked me if I wanted to use the voice recognition. I'm so lost. If anyone know. was wondering, Violet is actually 87. <laughs> <laughs> You know okay. how we were joking about her being our Jewish grandma? Okay, but no, it's getting way more real. Like, every day, I'm slowly realizing. So I went to South Carolina to see Eric, and it was great, but we always go grocery shopping for snacks, and he was like, do you want to get some cereal? And I was like, yeah, what's your favorite kind of cereal? And it was something cute, like, I don't remember because I'm a shitty girlfriend, but... And then I was like, I want to, you know what my favorite cereal is? Raisin Nut Bran. <laughs> <laughs> it really is whole clusters of granola and it's delicious that's so gross raisins are nasty <laughs> it's so good in cereal though but and it's not even like raisin nut bran it's like it's not the kind in the purple box with the sunflower it's the like shitty kind with like the sun on it it's like lots of fiber <laughs> um, um, but then today I I had a lot of trouble uh, sleeping and had a nightmare and I was telling Eric about it and he's like, so what'd you do when you couldn't sleep? And I was like, oh, I just sat up and played Mahjong. And he was like, Mahjong? <laughs> oh my god! I, was, I love Mahjong though. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he was like, okay, Violet. And I was like, what? And he's like, my grandpa plays Mahjong. <laughs> yeah, doesn't everybody's grandparent play it on their desktop? <laughs> I played it on my tablet. Come on, give me some credit here. Oh, this is a joke, but whenever you guys talk about YouTube people and Cardi B, I'm like, I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> and I just play Candy Crush in my spare time. See, at least you're oh. on Candy Crush, though. I still have a Sudoku <laughs> app downloaded. Yes. Oh, I love Sudoku. I have one that plays without the internet, so I can play it on the airplane. Same. I don't go on airplanes, but if I did, I could play <laughs> Sudoku and Mahjong. I'm downloading Mahjong now, so. <laughs> Welcome to my Gram Squad. Yes. <laughs> Gram Squad. Yeah. My chair is not comfortable. <sighs> um, I want to first tell you about the fact that I got my unicorn me undies, so now we can twin. And I, I reserved the sushi ones for myself, so we'll see. Yes, me too. I w that was my second thing. I was very excited that the sushi one wasn't sold out by the time I got to reserve another pair. Yes! Nice. <laughs> Microphone high five. I don't know if you can hear that. I can hear it. <laughs> I don't know if you could hear mine, but... Sorry, I hope that wasn't too loud. <laughs> it wasn't. It was very pleasant, actually. <laughs> I can do it again. Just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, go ahead. Mm. Yes. <laughs> that one was a bit aggressive. <laughs> It's okay. Me undies. Um, and then I want to send a heartfelt apology to my dear sweet husband, Jeremiah, 
who didn't give us feedback for last week and instead said, you've been shitting on me in the podcast a lot recently. At least he listens. He does. And he's an angel and I love him. And You had that one coming. I did. But he really did just leave everything not connected. But you know what he did? When he moved the computer desk after he uh, reorganized our game room, he uh, like made everything really easy for me to change back and forth. So, Aww. I can't even right. Does I'm he, the worst human. Did he get unicorn me undies too? Mm-hmm. He got them way before I did. Oh, I was gonna say, we're all twinning, except John's like, can you make my not the fun patterns anymore? I was like, yeah, Scrooge, sure. What? Yeah, he doesn't want to be adventurous when it comes to his meundies. This is not a sponsor. We just really love them. <laughs> okay, we're done. We do. <laughs> well, unless Obviously. one of us is a child star and nobody's, nobody knows. There's, It's probably going to be a while. Can we make that a thing, though? Can we try and convince the world that I, I was in an independent movie for two seconds one time when I was 14? Just saying. Chill. I was in a toddler fashion show, so... See, I think that means, yeah. (laughs) We were almost child stars. That's just as good, right? Right? If the teen moms can have a podcast and get sponsored, so can we. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. I love teen mom. I have never seen teen mom because... I just thought that they were awful. Oh, well, Farrah got arrested today. What? <gasps> For what? She got in a fight at with the security guard at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Did she use a dildo? Oh, my God. I don't think so, but those she lights? grabbed his ear and, like, hit him, and they arrested Ooh. her. She ambered him. She did. <laughs> Amber's changed now, though. She's a good lady. She sits on her couch. Under a blanket? Yep. I was like, so, Gary. And that's it. That's Team Mom. (laughs) (laughs) Then play theme music. (laughs) My favorite, favorite thing. I don't know. I feel like I I watch so much, I could probably do some really dope impersonations. So I could just, like, I could just feel myself on the couch with lash extensions out to my eyebrows. Yes. Just loving fucking life. Yes. I should preface this with, I can talk as much shit as I want because I follow all of them on every form of social media. Right? And the shitty ones that no one thinks about anymore. Do you follow the hatters on Twitter that make fun of them all the time? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, After you told me about it, I had to. Oh, yeah. 100%. Um, But then my favorite thing that Amber does is she, like, looks really confused and starts looking from side to side. And she goes, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) What? Eve, I don't know what you're, like, anything. They could be like, Amber, why don't you, like, go and, like, write another book? And she's like, I don't know. Every time. Just make I been, am I thinking of the right one? Because doesn't, like, what's her name? Janelle say that, too? Oh, maybe. Oh, man. Janelle's really bad about, yeah. Janelle's always like, I'm fucking grown, so you don't fucking need to talk to me like that. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> like you're jump roping. <laughs> she was smoking on. Uh, she was smoking Rifa with Kifa on the porch. Rifa with Kifa. Yeah. But 
I think she's pregnant again. I don't know. Their Snapchats are so misleading. Is oh, it? Yeah. Dude, like, Kipa, Kipa was, like, arrested for making meth in Pennsylvania, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One hundo. We're gonna miss. <laughs> yeah. Kifa. Now she's with that guy that keeps making homosexual slurs. Yeah, David, he's awful. He got kicked off the show. Yeah, because he's a douchebag. Huge <laughs> douchebag. How can they get away? Like, Macy on her Instagram, all of her stories are like, just really shitty magazine articles about everybody else. That so aren't... Th all of them are like that. God damn it, I can't figure out how to turn off my notifications. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, no, but they all fight. Not? Like the it last, not. the last reunion was a train wreck. Was it really? I'm so. Oh, behind. it was fantastic. Like <laughs> it was Bree and Kale and Janelle and oh, yeah. Chelsea, and it was a train wreck. And it was like Jerry Springer. It was so entertaining to watch. Kaylin gets every up uh, everyone's dick. Like she just, I. For a second, I was like, am I muted? And I'm just... <laughs> okay. I was trying to figure out how to turn off my notifications. <clears throat> um, We should start a Teen Mom podcast. I'm still in okay. That's Teen Mom Corner. Yeah. Let's do it. I was just like, no, thank you. <laughs> I'll be your Steven. I do not know what Teen Mom is. That's, you are... I mean, I know what it is. But... Yeah. It's, it's garbage. It is garbage, and but that's why I love it. But it's the only garbage thing that I really like, except for I do watch like all the challenges on MTV. Ugh, I like. I miss. Too. I miss for the love of money. Is that what it's called? Or I love money, where they would take all the reality stars from these like romance shows and make them compete for money. I never watched that before. Yeah, it's me great. neither. Oh, it's so good. Did you ever hear? This is murder related. Okay, so I think it was Rock of Love season two. There was a girl named Megan, and she eventually. So he kept her on the show because she had like the biggest tits in the cast. I'm not. I'm not trying to be a douchebag. This was Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels is a douchebag, not me. Even though I watched <laughs> it and supported him, so who knows? Um, but so he kept her on the show for a while, and then she got her own spinoff. It was called Megan Wants a Millionaire, and it was about how she just wanted to, like, bang a rich dude. Well, the show got canceled because one of the guys was a fucking murderer. <gasps> what? Yeah. Oh, my God. I have to link you guys to it. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it it was crazy. I was like, this show's pretty much garbage. And then two episodes later, they were like, show canceled because this guy, like, I think he murdered his wife and then went on the show. No. Megan wants a millionaire. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna gotta Google it. Gotta Google it. Oh. Now we trust Google. Do we? <laughs> <laughs> ba -da -ba -da -ba -da. Guys, I just won my first game of Mahjong, so. <laughs> Mahjong! I will stop playing Mahjong as we record the podcast. Okay, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he. So, an arrest warrant was issued for contestant Ryan Alexander Jenkins as a suspect in the murder of Jasmine Fiore, a 28-year-old swimsuit model who had recently moved to the Los Angeles area from Las Vegas. Uh, Fiore's body was found in a suitcase near a dumpster in Buena Park, California. No! 
Uh huh. No. Mm-hmm. And he was charged with the murder. And it was canceled a day later. Can you imagine Dang. how much therapy you would need knowing that you were trying to bang a murderer? Oh, man. Yeah. And then it says that the search for Jenkins would end. That was the murderer. It would end three days later on August 23rd when Jenkins was found dead in Canada having hanged himself. Well, it could have been worse. Oh, man. And apparently. Okay. Oh, my God. It gets thicker. This <laughs> This should have just been my episode. <laughs> it, it says that, so, he had already filmed all of Megan Wants a Millionaire. But he also filmed the third season of that show, I Love Money, which I was talking about. Oh, yeah. And he, was a, he was a contestant and the grand prize winner. <sighs> and they did not air it, needless to say. He Wait. loved more than money. He loved something else that started with him. Did he do Murder. all of money before the other show? Uh, I think he went on it. So he movies? wasn't a millionaire because of that show, and then went on the millionaire dating yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Dang. That's I'm creeped crazy. out. Crazy. Dang. Should we just hang on to this creeped out feeling? And rise it time. Canadian Let's... wave of madness. Let's right. grip. Get your grips. That's some gnar waves, dude. Okay. So, uh, are you guys ready? Maybe? Maybe? Seamless transition. Seamless. Alright, okay, okay. This is the story of. And I, I really want to know if you guys have heard of this or anything, because I had not. <laughs> and Maisie was like, this is crazy. And then it was like, at first she was like, wow, this is really weird. Black magic. And I was like, ooh, interested. And then she was like, I regret this. I regret this immediately. <laughs> um, so this uh, is about a cult uh, known as the Ant Hill Kids. I just got creepy crawlies. Gross, 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 gross. Never um, heard of it, I don't think. Oh, fuck oh yeah, Maisie. Good God, yeah. Yeah. It's exciting, um, isn't it? And this is part one. Yeah. I I get part one. All, all to myself. Okay. Let me get a drink of beer. Speaking of, side note, shout out to my two co-workers, Laura and Bruce, uh, that listened to the podcast and asked, does that Victoria, no, Violet girl drink every episode? Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll vouch for Violet for this episode. Um, if you have a drink around you and you enjoy alcohol and that's your jam, maybe sip on it while you listen to this. Yeah, and, and this is I, edit fodder, but whoever does the intro, trigger warning the fuck out of it. Like, I, I'm so dead serious. Like, as someone who watches really fucked up shit on a regular basis for funsies, uh, there was stuff, I mean, I cried. I, I, like, I gagged. I, like... I would have to pause it. I I've had I finished my pack of cigarettes. There were four. Oh my god! Sorry. This is and I I smoke like once a day, 
And it, no, it's not you. You didn't fucking do this. Oh my God. Oh, it's <laughs> just like trigger warning the dick out of this. I think so. And then do I get to introduce? <laughs> oh no. You just get to hear so much of me this week. Victoria oh, here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> also, you guys don't have to mute for this one. Okay. You can react. I mean, I mute because my phone sucks and my husband. Yeah, that worked well. <laughs> that was clear. Just go for it, damn it. All right, <laughs> let's do this shit. Um, and like I said, I, I'm hoping to like kind of burn through this because it is two parts. Not burn through it. Just I'm just going to go. I'm just going to quit talking and go. All right. This story takes place in Quebec in the 1960s, 70s, and 80s, and I think a little bit of the early 90s, maybe? Uh, anyways, but we're starting out in the, the 60s and 70s, where they were big on communal lifestyles. This was obviously, like, the age of the flower child, which everyone was kind of banding together to create peaceful environment, peaceful, all love, true love environments, all that good shit that you see uh, at Woodstock. However, some people, some people uh, decided to use the craving for communal lifestyles for their own vindictive means. Is that is that the word? I yeah. Uh, so we're going to start talking about a guy named Rock Terrio. Uh, he, I didn't write down his birthday. I was going to write down a bunch of facts about like, I just don't care about this piece of shit that much. Spoiler alert. He's a piece of shit. Um, okay. So, uh, Rock Terrio was supposedly a very, very intelligent person. Uh, he was bilingual in both English and French, which was, uh, very unique to, uh, Quebec, apparently. Uh, that he could speak English, I guess. Um, okay, I was about to say, Irma. Yeah, no, <laughs> they only speak French. French. Yeah, but he could speak fluent English. Uh, and despite his vast intelligence, he dropped out in the seventh grade. Um, so here's the thing about the story, is that Maisie and I did this research in a little, I'm going to say way under four hours. Mm. Um, I mean, I literally did all of this in the bathtub. <laughs> uh, I needed a, a calm environment. So I'm going to try and, and uh, explain it in the best way that I can. But being that this guy was such a piece of shit, some of the facts don't line up. Uh, for instance, he told his followers, because spoiler alert, he gains followers, uh, that he was kicked out of his home at the age of 14 and experienced a very hard upbringing. Uh, he never, like, went into detail why he left, as far as I know. Uh, but it actually came out later that he was raised in a very normal upbringing until he was about 21. Uh, Rock was described by many people that knew him, even psychologists and doctors, as a kindly man of God who had an infectious, uplifting personality. Um, yeah. Uh, so apparently his father, though... <sighs> Like I said, I so I read three different articles and I watched an entire documentary with 
someone involved in this case. And I watched several videos on it. And I guess because in the span of that short time, I, I'm missing facts and like their placement and proper uh, secession. Here we go. Yeah. yeah $10. <laughs> <laughs> Had one beer saying succession. All right. Um, so in the mid-1970s uh, or early 1970s, uh, Terrio, who was raised in the Catholic faith, converted to Seventh-day Adventist uh, and supposedly preached under those beliefs. Uh, it's speculated that he hated his father. I'm not sure why he hated his father because, like I said, one article said, he told his followers that he left at 14 for various, like, he was a very, like, compulsive liar. So who knows if this is fucking true. But one of the Can videos. I... Yeah. Sorry. Can I interject? Absolutely. I listened to a podcast called, uh, I think it's just called Cults. And I'll totally get that fact for you for the description. Um, but they covered this. And they said one of the reasons that he really resented his father is because um, he made, the father made, Roke and his siblings do like this white beret thing where and some little faucet of the catholic church the there's these white beret people where they go around and kind of ask for money and that really kind of started that hatred for the catholic side of how they worshiped i guess or how the religion worked he just really didn't feel like that was the right way to do it and to him keep in mind we're talking about this insane terrible person to him his father was too um strict so that's part of why he eventually kind of pulls away from the catholic church and kind of does kind of just wilds out because he felt like in his narcissistic way that his father was being too strict by making him and his siblings go out and do this like communal asking for money thing that makes way more sense it's actually it's pretty stupid but yeah that's what we're dealing with sounds about right um okay so uh you you must have, i should have listened to a podcast i started to but you had no time you were doing everything else man i was i was like beasting it i was sitting in the bathtub <laughs> in a in a black bath bomb water just Go. I had I had several screens up. I felt like a fucking professional. A hacker. Yeah. I was in a so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> Just like I would be taking notes from different websites and then hear something from my video and go, "What the fuck was that?" And I would like have to scroll back and be like, "Oh god!" <laughs> All the while, her machete's leaning up against the side of the tub. You can ask. Just in yeah. case. You, you can ask Maisie. I was trying to get my notes in order and I had to use my grocery list. And I was yeah. like, I, I hope I remember to delete that so I don't start to scroll down and be like, all right, I need bell peppers, uh, mushrooms, uh, looks like some uh, fresh oregano. Oh, and this guy did this. Fuck. <laughs> um, anyway, so in 1977, uh, Rock Terrio, there we go. I have to say it like it's like it's a... Like it's a bad, like it's a bad STD. Rockterio. I got diagnosed with Rockterio today. He could be um, that. Yeah, he's a big old crab. Um, <laughs> to put it lightly, I'm such a garbage person. All right. So in 1977, he started his own commune uh, and started to uh, 
uh, I guess, preach some of his beliefs, which consisted of abstaining from an unhealthy foods, tobacco, alcohol. We'll come back to that, Rockterio. You and your alcohol abstaining thing. Um, and remaining in contact with family in the Seventh-day Adventist church. So I guess he converted to the Seventh-day Adventist because he liked that they didn't smoke cigarettes or drink beer or eat McDonald's. Uh, and then he was like, you know what, fuck that. Uh, don't talk to them anymore. So yeah, if you join your, his commune, you could not keep in contact with anyone related to the Catholic or Seventh-day Adventist church. Which is uh, the biggest red flag Yeah. In any organization that you join. If you start a new job and they're like, don't tell, you know. They're like, so we have free Wi-Fi, uh, free don't, brunch, a donut about- bar, and also never speak to your family ever again. <laughs> Just in the fine print there. So in 1978, he claimed that he was out in the woods and he had received a vision slash warning from God that the end of the world was coming in February. I don't know if you heard any more on this. I didn't really put it in there because I think he's an idiot and I, I guess I didn't care. Um but which is probably a, a bad thing. Uh well, but one of the things was in you know, he said the end of the world's coming February nineteen seventy nine and I think it was like the twenty first or a very specific date. And then when that date came around and it didn't happen he was like, oh my god, sorry guys, my bad. It wasn't the wrong date, it was the wrong location. Everybody was like, oh, okay. So he also, uh, yeah, <laughs> that is exactly what I read. Um, he also, as they were, so in this year from 1978 to 1979, February, they started building their, or he, he spent time in meditation. He said he had to really reflect on the end of the world. And he had his followers build their entire town and commune. And I think one of the ladies said that it was built up in a matter of weeks. Damn. Um, but, uh, and that's when he, I felt like this was important just because he called them the Ant Hill kids. Um, but uh, he compared them to ants working so quickly and mm-hmm. like carrying more weight than they should have to. Uh, which is where the Ant Hill kids originated. Anyway, so like Maisie said, February 1979 came and went, and his followers were like, what the fuck, bruh? Uh, he claimed it. He, <laughs> in my notes, I just want to add this. <laughs> I didn't care that he was like, oh, it was the wrong location. Not that I put, he essentially made some BS excuse. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he said that he could prove to them that he was receiving messages and warnings from God. And I don't know why this was his way of proving it. But he was like, I'm gonna get married. So he had, I think he had one wife at that point. Mm-hmm. And he took eight others. And This is fine. Yeah. So he had nine wives total. Is that correct, Maisie? Yeah. Okay, a couple websites said eight. And then some said nine. Well, so. because, yeah, I guess they don't count his first wife because he wasn't any kind of religious leader. He was just a dad who owned, like, yeah. he owned, like, a mug-making shop or something. Yeah. Man, you probably know more about his, like, 
early life than I do. <laughs> Sorry. No, Sorry. that's all. But when it gets to the nitty gritty, I don't know anything about it. <laughs> woo. Um, woo. <laughs> all right. So uh, through those nine wives, he wound up uh, fathering. So the first article I read said 20, but I read by the end of it, it was 26 children. Well, by so. the end of everything? Yeah. Well, that adds up then, doesn't it? But by the 1980s, he had 20 kids. From 1978 to 1980, he had 20 children. Well, I'm wondering if they're counting his, like, life before he was a cult leader because he had two uh, two sons before he was ever any kind of a leader. Okay. So I, like I said, I, I didn't. The I think that was my problem is a lot of the stuff I read was interviews with uh, a couple of people that we'll talk about later. Right. Um. So maybe that was <laughs> we we should have switched episodes in essence. Because <laughs> um, I know a lot about the the end of the story, but the beginning is a little foggy for me. Um. Okay. So, uh, by the 1980s, the members had increased though, and he had over 40 40 members. Um. It was during this increase of formation that Terrio developed a drinking problem which In many that. people yeah many people uh said was the downfall of Terrio and his beliefs I do not think that that is the sole responsibility but I feel like that probably should have been a red flag right considering I feel like it's always it, it had always been in him Absolutely. Another, thing, another thing to kind of like keep in mind is that he 40 members for a cult is relatively small don't you think well i guess like manson was no manson was huge a lot of people compared him in a lot of things to manson so like in the documentary i watched i sent it to Maisie. um i think the the name of the show is so poorly titled it's not poorly titled it's just a little weak i think it was called very bad men and I was just like, no fucking shit, Sherlock. Like, when you get to the end of this episode, like, through this whole thing, I was watching this on YouTube, and it would just be like, like, when it would go to a commercial break, it'd be like, very bad men. And I was like, this is just insult to injury at this point. Right. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, okay. Yeah. So, um, after his drinking problem escalated, he became more so of a to totalitarian, oh, good one, Violet, uh, leader. <laughs> Um, members of the Anthill Kids weren't allowed to speak to one another without Rock being present and had to get his permission to have sex with one another, even if they were married prior to joining the cult. That's so awkward. Oh, yeah. He also had to be present during the sex. I should- No, you're joking. No. No, no, this is the funniest <laughs> part of all of it. There's this is the funny <laughs> Absolutely. Um. Ew. So- here we go. Strap yourselves in. This is when it escalates. <clears throat> um, let's see. Okay, so some of the followers would break the rules naturally. And uh he would always threaten to ostracize them and to force them out of the community, but instead he decided to pre preach a message of mercy. And he would keep the followers that have that had attempted to leave and make examples out of them. 
Some of them he would beat with hammers or suspend them from the ceiling and proceed to pluck their body hairs one by one or even defecate on them. Um, in attempts to raise money for the commune, the members would sell baked goods, but the ones that didn't bring in as much money as the others were also punished, as if they were seen as, like, not contributing enough to their community. And they did have a legitimate bakery called the Ant Hill Kids Bakery. I did not know that. That wasn't, mm-hmm. see, I was, okay, but this is why we did this together. Yeah, this, is, this has to be a two-person game. <laughs> I really was like, there's no way I could do this by myself. Um, all right. So uh, the more time that went on, the more the torture increased. I'm so serious. Like, I'm so nervous about this. I don't know. All right. I know. This, that, okay. So when me and Violet were talking about this, this is hopefully the last sidebar. Um, I was like, these, the torture that goes on is so awful and you can absolutely have a reaction that's totally okay but when we read it we're just gonna have to push through it like there's no reason for us to say da 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 and then sit there like there's no we have to keep going (laughs) it's all a part of this bigger story yeah and and i feel like it's important to go into detail only for the like explicit information how do i how do i word it it needs to be said it if needs to be said to, like, make you realize how fucked up this was. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but if you, you know, trigger warning inserts now. If you're, if you're faint of, um, if you're faint of heart or it, just be careful, guys. Okay, here we go. All right. So he began uh, testing his followers uh, to prove their faith to him. Not to God, to him, uh, by asking them to break their own legs with sledgehammers, uh, sit on lit stoves, shooting each other in the shoulders, eating dead mice and feces, uh, and to cut off each other's toes with wire cutters. Cool, I'm just going to go ahead and open this. I need it. <laughs> yeah, because now we're going to talk about what he made the children do. Um oh. In some cases, he would hold small children or infants over fires. He would sexually abuse them or force their parents or other members of the church to sexually abuse them. Uh, He even went as far to nailing them to trees, and he would have the other kids throw rocks at them. Uh, One of his wives, which we're going to talk about a lot, her name was Gabrielle. Oh, man. We talked about this a lot, Maisie. I know. Lavelle? No, it's not Lavelle. It's like one syllable more than Lavelle. Uh, Damn it. I forgot. Spell it. I think it's Gabrielle Lavey. It's L-A-V-A-L-L-E with a little marquee thing over it. Accent E, right? Is it two E? That sounds like, well, is she... Lavier? Yes. Is it Lavelay? I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. Well, corrections corner for two weeks from now. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. Um, but anyway, she felt at one point that it was so necessary that to keep her child from the abuse, she left him out in the freezing temperatures when he would start to pick children to torture. Um, and eventually that son died. And from what I read, or what I listened to, rather, there wasn't really 
like a method to mm-hmm. who he picked or why he picked them. He were just like, mm-hmm. "You're annoying me right now. Let's go." Yeah. Oh yeah. There was no like rhyme or reason. Um, and we're gonna get really into that. Oh, so this is where our timelines start to get a little foggy because I kept reading a lot of, I, I had to narrow it down, uh, to some really dark things that he committed and some of the reasons that he, uh, I'll, I'll just, I'll just keep going. I'm sorry. So in 1989, Solange Boyer, or Boy Boylar, I think I think the D is silent, but that's another one. You're going to have to corrections cardboard me later. Hmm. Um, but Solange complained of an upset stomach to Rock Terrio. Uh, Terrio's solution to this was he laid her down on the wooden kitchen table, and without any anesthesia or anything, he started punching her in the stomach repeatedly. He then jammed a plastic tube in her rectum and began a crude enema made of molasses and olive oil. He then cut her stomach open and ripped out a part of her intestines with his bare hands. He then made one of his other wives, Gabrielle LeVay, uh, stitch her up with a needle and thread and had his other wife shove a tube down her throat and blow. Uh, Solange lived through that and did not die until the next day from the procedure. Um, like, just what the fuck? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Terrio claimed that he had been given the power of resurrection and had to perform a ritual to bring her back to life, drilled a hole in her skull, and then had himself and other members of the cult ejaculate into the hole in her skull. Uh, when she didn't return from the dead, he had her body burned with the exception of a bone from her ribcage, which he wore around his neck as a token. You said this kid had a normal upbringing? Uh-huh. Yep. Besides, like, a strict Catholic dad, for the most part. This is when I was reading this stuff, I Snapchat a Violet, and I was like, what have we done? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> um, All right. That's part one. <laughs> oh, oh, we get to take I, a I'm break. not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because I don't know how to like. Because we're uncomfortable. Because your yeah. brain doesn't know what emotion is okay. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm I, just I just glad that you guys do this because it makes the cases I want to do. It makes me feel better about talking about. <laughs> I mean, this is they're you're welcome. Like babies onto a tree. Like what the fuck? You're safe, I, Cody. <laughs> I legitimately didn't get nauseous. So there is, I I messaged it to Maisie. I'll message it to you guys if you're interested. I think it's only 45 minutes long. There's an interview with the wife that stitched. Uh, no, 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 no. That stitched but... the, the girl up. Oh, I'm all for it. Let's it's, do it. It's so empowering. And I'm not going to talk about any more because Maisie's going to get into that in the next episode. Oh, my God. I mean, I just don't know at what point don't you go up to your your cult neighbor and you're like, hey, are you are you cool with this? Because I'm not. Well, that's what I mean. Every once he got this collection of people to go into the woods with him, that's 
it it wasn't long before all this madness started. And then when people started seeing what he was doing, well, first of all, you have children that this is literally all they're raised in. And they're like, okay, I guess we're doing this. And then the adults are so terrified out of their wits because they've just seen this guy hang somebody up by their feet and pull out, like, God knows what, disemboweling people. Like, what the fuck? Everybody was so scared of him. I can't imagine. I'm so upset. I, think, <laughs> I haven't even read I think, anything yet. I think what makes me way more uncomfortable is, like, through the process of this, and I didn't really include it because, because I, I fault people that join, like... There was this really interesting, in, in this video that I watched, uh, there were these interviews with one guy who literally specializes in breaking down and analyzing cults, like, start to finish. He's, like, part of the team that, like, gets to classify people as cults. Mm. Like, he, like, yeah, like, the people that classified Westboro as a cult, you know? Yeah. And he was, like, you, you have to blame the people that join, even as, like, twisted and all the shit that they go through he's like you have to understand that they're like obviously the cult leader is number one to blame number one absolute garbage human piece of shit right but he was talking about how he he preyed on people that didn't this guy in particular rockterio std of the world um <laughs> uh would prey on people that didn't fit in and he was like everyone thought he was so different because he would go to bars and talk to people and make jokes. Like I could not believe like all the articles I read and videos, they were talking about how everyone loved him. Like yeah. even just enjoyed his company. Like they were like, it makes sense that he's starting this commune for people. And when, when he started it, everyone was like, what a good service he's doing for these people that just don't fit in. Because he did. And the, I mean, it's, just the biggest trait of all he's so damn charismatic just like jim jones that was their whole yeah their whole scheme was diversity and unity and peace and love but yeah. he had you know that was kind of his jam until he moved everybody to the woods and that's when he was like let's do this and everybody so there, was so scared there was another guy that is a religious analyst and he was talking about a religion analyst i'm sorry he was talking about how there's like a common denominator and you would feel like and and this is what scares me here we go this is where i'm gonna lose like half of the people this is not why i don't believe in religion i'm not saying that i'm saying this is why it doesn't work for me because like i've watched people that i love and care about and i i fully support that if you think religion is the answer for you and that's what helps you by all means mm -hmm. do what do what what improves your way of life you know like do what you need to do in essence in some cases i guess but but my thing is he was like oh like 95 percent of religions prey on these weak not weak even uh dejected uh i don't know it's the like right word people that are looking for something for anything to improve their yeah. yes and even like he was talking about like that's why people search for churches because they need that right fear of god put in them and 95 percent of religions and cults he said all cults usually base their their like not all of them i'm sorry my words are getting jumbled but they use this fear of god 
even if it's not a god that you're worshiping, they use this fear of the unknown, you know, and yeah. that they have this like overwhelming like you don't know what could happen. You could burn in hell for saying god damn it like that's one of the unforgivable sins to like take his name in vain and say he doesn't exist you could burn in hell for that but like we can we can work through this and we can bring you to this better lifestyle i don't know if that made any sense but i'm no, so fascinated and that's why in the bible it says that most christians go to hell and it's probably one of the reasons because they just follow other people and do crazy things and don't do what they're really supposed to do. Just gonna throw that out there. It's just crazy like, the amount of people who just follow other people and then they just keep doing it and it ends up into that. Like, how? I, I, that's, that's my thing. Like, I remember as a kid, like, being really, really into my parents' religion and, you know, and, and, trying to really live in that life and then things like started to fall apart at the cracks not even like it to me it's things that will never ever change for me like like my my the church i was raised in uh was a southern baptist church and they were very very vehemently steadfast against same-sex marriage and it never ever made sense to me like their aggression and not even just like not even just like disdain for it like absolute aggression and hostility towards it never mm. made sense to me i was like i thought as christians we were supposed to do this and i'm not calling out all religious people by any stretch of the imagination like like i said i've had some very amazing conversations with various people from different religious walks of lives even fucking scientologists and I'm, I'm just so fascinated with it that like but there were things that didn't make sense to me and they're never going to make sense. You know, like, like I said, you, there's no, <laughs> there's no way imaginable that anyone can tell me that gay being gay is wrong. Yeah. Like there, you cannot convince me that it's bad. There's no, unless I'm fucking brainwashed and tortured, I guess. <laughs> Well, even if it is wrong, you're not supposed to look at them and tell them it's wrong. You're supposed to just love them anyway. Precisely. That's what I was under the impression of. But like I said, the particular church that I was raised in, was, it, it was these nightmare people that I, I didn't think existed. And then Diane Black came into existence. Oh, same. <laughs> I told you that story. I peed on her couch, right? If not, I'll save it for the next episode. Oh, I hate air commercials with a fairy passion. Boy, howdy, if I haven't told you. Well, do we need to get some happiness on this one so we can wrap up and go back down our roller coaster to episode part two? I'm just glad we're recording this all in one night because now I have to hear the rest of it. So yeah. Yeah. Sorry for you podcast people that have to wait a week. <laughs> oh, I know. Holy <laughs> shit, I'd be pissed. Sorry. Don't Google it either. Don't be a fucking cheater. Just wait for us. That's like one of my coworkers was like, Did you decide what cult you were doing? Like, what are you doing? And I was like, It's a good one. I'm not gonna tell you though. You'll have to listen to the podcast. And she was like, Oh, please. I was like, No. Nope. Just listen to my fucking podcast, damn it. No <laughs> that bad. My personal motto is not the worst. You're what? My personal motto is not the worst. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Not the worst. Not the worst. Okay, okay happy well, shit. what's our happy shit this week? On a funny note, I'm pretty sure you're supposed to grab the elephant by the ears and jerk. If you know what I mean. Balls? Yeah. So okay. you stretch the ball sack with yeah. one hand and then you no, pull you the... No, you just grab, grab both ball sacks. Oh. And you just oh. start pulling and twisting and wrap them around the penis. That makes <laughs> All right. Also, I do not condone doing that to an actual elephant. That's no. me. No. <laughs> That's me. No, only rapists. Yeah. Don't elephant jerk actual elephants, just rapists. This has been a public service announcement. <laughs> Can I get the rainbow going over my head? The more you know. Aww. And Cute. knowing is half the battle. Cute. Do we want to do advice for this episode, or do we want to do things we love this week? Um, let's do things we love. Okay. Um, I've gone down a YouTube hole that's not Shane Dawson. That is people dancing, and that sounds weird, but holy shit, it is amazing and i love it so much and it makes me happy and i'm never gonna get out of this dancing hole like dancing well or like spike can dance no dancing well like people that have trained oh, for years okay. so not, and not like not spike can dance no like i've been following chachi gonzalez for a really long time who was on america's next best dance crew and like that whole world but then i found this new girl uh casey rice which all these people if people if people listen and they're into the dance world they probably know who all these people are but her instagram i saw her on somebody else's instagram and i went over to hers and she dances so good it's like i don't know if you call it contemporary or hip-hop or what but it's amazing and she never breaks eye contact with the camera which makes you feel like you're the only one there which sounds creepy, but she's so good. She, anyway, she's super sweet. She has a YouTube channel that has some dumps, some dance stuff on it, but then she has like, I do YouTube too. And she's only 15 and she's so sweet, but she has to, she uses the hashtag 15 years old. I think so people don't be creepy. And I love that. Kind of like, uh, is it Mackenzie Ziegler? Uh, yeah, I think she's on like Dance Moms or something. I don't, I didn't watch that. Yeah, no, okay, but legitimately, she was the girl in the Sia videos. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, but I just never watched Dance Moms. It's trash. Oh, yeah, I can tell. (laughs) You're just like, wow, garbage people. But I just Ah. like watching really good hip hop dancing, I guess. I don't know what the cool kids call it, but oh my god. They make it look so easy. Heap, hip hop. Hip hop anonymous. <laughs> what is that? Oh come on! Someone knows what that quote's from. I've heard it. I don't. I don't. <sighs> What's it from? I've heard it. From Big Daddy. Nothing. Oh yeah, yeah. From what? Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Adam Sandler's oh, classic oh. movie. Fuck. Oh, okay. Well, things I like this week are abstract movie quotes. There you go. <laughs> Welcome and to my life. Me undies. Yes. Right. And my cats. And dog. I love them. Good. Things I love. Um, 
I haven't really done a lot I love this week because it's been a bad, it's been a hectic week. Um, I figured out my swimming pool problem. So, um, if your water is cloudy in your swimming pool, this is more advice, but I love this because it, it, it saved me. Um, buy a flocculent. Flocculants. I love flocculants. Uh, yeah. You put this liquid into your swimming pool filter. You run it for two hours and then you turn off your filter and then it sinks. It gathers all the dirt together and sinks it to the bottom. And so my swimming pool is now crystal clear, thanks to my flocculent, which I love. Can we get a spelling on that? Flocculent. F-L-O-C-U-L-A-N-T. Raise your hand if you want the name of the episode to be flocculent. Flocculent. <laughs> it's my new favorite word. I was going to name it Wow Garbage People, but this is working too. <laughs> It's just like general. I mean, if you have a cloudy pool and you're filtering it and you're dumping chemicals in it, just buy a fucking flocculent. Twelve ninety eight at Lowe's <laughs> clears it up. I want a flocculent. I don't have a pool. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't have a fucking pool. Does it work on kitty pools? Because I'll buy one. What about your sink? Can you clean your sink with it? Um, your bathtub. Well, yeah, probably. If, if it's cloudy and full of. Yucky stuff. Chemicals and algae, got it. <laughs> yeah. Flocculent. flocculent. Go flocculent yourself, right? <laughs> <clears throat> That's all I've got this week. That was the bright spot of my week. <laughs> it's been great. <laughs> you know you're getting old, when. Oh. Flocculence. Yeah, when your husband smokes a pipe and the highlight of your week is you getting your pool water clear, you know you're getting old. There we go. Um, Violet, oh what do you love this week? I don't... Uh, you have to! I know. I'm thinking. I'm thinking about what I really love this week. Can I throw in fan art of My Hero Academia? Oh, I do love that. Because I talked about Macadamia Nut last week, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because well, I love E3. that. E3 was this week. Oh, cool. yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do, uh, I do love E3. Um, I love that my boyfriend works with animals, so I literally, whenever I'm sad, get frequent pictures of cute animals at his shop. Yes. Um, that's always oh. nice to say. I got puppies, bearded dragon, kittens. Cute! It's nice. It's very nice. I've had a rough day. Um... I love. Oh man, oh man. Just yeah, that. I, yeah. I think I. You know what? I really love that the the food city, not closest to my house, but the next one over, started selling my favorite sweet water, which is going coastal, which Heck is a yeah. pineapple IPA. Heck yeah. I fucking like pineapple. IPAs. Ugh. Tastes like cigarettes and regret. No, just hops. Yeah, that too. I I love too Hulu, Hulu not sponsored by Hulu, but <laughs> I I've just rekindled this love for anime that I've not experienced since I was a young whippersnapper. I was like, nah, I'm done with anime. But I've started so many series this week. I started uh, Dengen Rampa. Is that how you pronounce it? I guess sure. 
Uh, I started that. I started, is it wrong to try and pick up girls in a dungeon? I uh, have been watching Ranma one half. I finished, I caught up with Macadamia Nut, my hero Academia. Um, Yeah, I've just been, I've just been really in TV land here lately. Um, Yeah, that's about it. Oh, and I love the Deadpool 2 soundtrack. Done. All right. Yes. It's great. Let's say goodbye. Okay. And sorry we have to wait for part two. Thanks for listening, guys. Adios. Bye. Bye. Maisie, real quick, edit fodder, edit fodder. Hi, edit Sasha. How are you? Hi, Steven.